Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. I hope you have a good final holiday weekend before Christmas. Uh, And I appreciate you all coming in to hang out with us and listen to the radio program. In the first hour, my buddy Chad Withrow will swing by from 104.5 The Zone. Then in the third hour of the show, Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. We're breaking down what happened in the big game between the Chargers and the Raiders. What in the world is going on with the Auburn head coaching search and We'll also give you some college football and NFL gambling picks. That's all to come. This is OutKick. I hope you enjoy it. Go give us five stars. The podcast begins now. OutKick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for OutKick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So many different things that can be said about that game last night between the Chargers and the Raiders. So many different storylines, so many different angles to sort of debate, so many different plays that swung one way or the other when you thought, hey, this is the Raiders game. Oh, now the Chargers just need to make a field goal and went back and forth so many different times. Let me start here. Marcus Mariota, for a guy who has not played at all since he was benched basically in week six of the Titans season after week six. So he has set out for over a year of game action. Came in when Derek Carr injured himself and played phenomenally well. 
I think there were a lot of you out there watching thinking to yourselves, man, Mariota is better than almost anybody that is uh, that is uh, that is on benches anywhere in the NFL right now. And arguably, Mariota is still a starter in this league. He came in, threw for 226 yards, ran for 88 yards, and put the Raiders in a position to win the game late when, I got to be honest with you, I don't spend a lot of time questioning play calls, but when the Raiders got the first and goal, and if they had scored a touchdown in overtime, the game would have been complete. The play calling in that scenario was incredibly questionable. Particularly on third down out of a timeout, you roll Mariota to his right and try to hit your fullback and hope that he is going to score on that play. It appeared to me that the Chargers were not surprised at all by that call. And I don't know why with a really athletic quarterback in Mariota, you don't spread everybody out in the goal line situations. And this is something I can say because I've watched every game in Marcus Mariota's career. The guy is impeccable in short passing situations, in goal line situations with the Titans. He almost never turns the ball over in those scenarios. I can't believe you wouldn't have taken a chance with Darren Waller. I can't believe you wouldn't have given even Marcus Mariota an opportunity to run the read option there down on the goal line situation after he had had such success on that drive running the read option. I just, I feel like the Raiders, even in deciding to kick the field goal there, um, a lot of very questionable decision making. You win the toss, you get an opportunity to go down, score the touchdown to win the game. I'm not even sure Again, I'm not the analytics guy. But is kicking the field goal there even the right play to win? Maybe it is. But if you don't score there, then the Chargers get the ball at the five-yard line and you still have your timeouts and the two-minute warning. And at that point, you would be able to win it if you got a stop on them. I don't know. I mean, certainly the way the Chargers went down the field and the rapidity with which they did it, and the fact that you have a bad defense if you are the Raiders. Do you really want to give them the opportunity to get the ball with a chance to win? It seems like a really tough situation. Plus, the Chargers couldn't kick a field goal last night. So, do you really feel like the Chargers are going to try to beat you with a field goal? And if that's the scenario, how do you get beat deep? In overtime, when you're a DB for the Raiders... Don't you have to think to yourself, I'll give up anything underneath because we're at least going to make their kicker have to beat us? And I got to be honest with you, in overtime, inside of two minutes, the fumble into the end zone, I didn't know that rule. I thought the Chargers were going to win it on the Justin Herbert fumble into the end zone. Charger fans out there had to totally expect when they saw the ball come out from Herbert oh my God, the Raiders are going to recover this in the end zone and we're going to find another unbelievable way to potentially lose a game, but it didn't end up happening. So the end result is that the Raiders are effectively eliminated from the playoff scenario now. And so if you go start thinking about who are the teams that can make the playoffs, did anybody benefit? 
I don't know that there's a uh, there's a big storyline there. The Raiders were going to need a decent amount of help down the stretch, probably anyway. Uh, but they now officially have really no more playoff heartbeat, and uh, it's down to pretty much the eight teams that are uh, in the mix that will make it. Seven of them will make it. Uh, whether it's the Titans, the Colts, uh, the Browns the Dolphins, or the Ravens. One of those teams will be on the outside left uh, looking in. So we'll have to wait and see exactly how that goes. Now, big picture. Does this help save Anthony Lynn's job? If the Chargers win a couple of games down the stretch, does that protect him? And Mariota is under contract for next season with the Raiders as well. Depending on how injured Derek Carr is, if Mariota comes in and plays like this in the final two games of the season, it seems with Derek Carr in the sweats, we'll find out later exactly how severe the injury is, I'm sure. But it seems like there's a good chance that Mariota is going to be your guy for the last two games of the season, which really don't matter now that you're eliminated from the playoff race. But is that going to give him an opportunity to prove that he is a contender for this Raider job going into the offseason? He looked very comfortable in the offense, and the Raiders have a lot of money invested in Derek Carr, who's looked very good this year. But given all the money that they're spending with Carr, is there an opportunity that Mariota potentially could either be the Ryan Tannehill of the Raiders. And the reason why I'm using Ryan Tannehill as an example is Mariota is only, still only, 27 years old. So, I mean, he's a relatively young quarterback in this league still. So is it possible that Mariota is going to get an opportunity with the Raiders like Ryan Tannehill did with the Titans? And if you remember how Tannehill ended up getting his $100 million contract, it was when Mariota got benched after starting two and four, Tannehill came in and put the Titans on their playoff run all the way to the AFC Championship game. And Tannehill, to be fair, has looked like the right option for the Titans again this year. But Mariota won a lot of games for the Titans and wasn't a bad quarterback. And I think if you're a Raiders fan and you were watching him play, he offers a different dynamic, certainly, than than Derek Carr does the fourth down conversions that he got, the ability that he showed running the football. The knock on Mariota has never been his ability to perform when he comes in games. It's been whether or not he can stay healthy. Uh, Dub, you watched this entire game. What did you think from a breakdown perspective? Uh, what stood out to you? What stood out to me is both run defenses were very effective, yet the pass defenses were almost non-existent. Now, you mentioned the play calling in over uh, in overtime for the Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders, I thought it was insane that they didn't go for it on fourth and goal down there because because your position is they have the ball at the five yard line. You have t- two timeouts plus the two minute warning. If you get them stopped there, you would still have a chance to come back and kick a field goal. Then I think it's intriguing because we don't see that scenario happen very often, right? Where it's one thing if you're attempting a field goal from like 35 yards, but we don't get a first and goal very often in overtime where you score a touchdown and you win. Right, and the fact of the matter is the Chargers were always going to get the ball back and they were going to score a touchdown. If I mean, because the thing is, if Oakland misses it on fourth and goal, 
the Chargers get the ball back, and they're playing for a field goal at that point. And the way that their kicker was kicking field goals, I feel pretty confident the Raiders would have probably gotten at least a tie out of that game. Yeah, I, I think um, there's going to be a lot of storylines that come out of this game. And I think one of them, I mean, for instance, if you look at the Raiders going forward, I know that Derek Carr has had a pretty good season this year. And really, it's unfair, to be honest, to even focus on the offensive side of the ball with the Raiders because their defense is just so atrocious. But when you consider Derek Carr's kind of contract situation, um, they've paid him a lot of money, and his contract is is basically, I'm pulling it up right now to make sure that I can uh, that I can break down everything from a Derek Carr contract situation, and uh, and for some reason it's not uh, it's not popping up like uh, like I want to, but one of the big decisions they've had, and I've got it up now, is what do we do with Derek Carr going forward? And a lot of the guaranteed money that he has had is starting to uh, is starting to disappear, and so he's got one year next year left on his contract. And then they've got to make a decision what happens with him going forward. They've got Mariota signed as well. And so I do think it's kind of an intriguing situation for the Raiders going forward. Again, the cap hit to them is pretty small now on Derek Carr. Is he the quarterback of the future or not? Mariota's got an opportunity to be the guy. Uh, we will talk about this a bit more when we continue to go forward. I am Clay Travis. Up next... We're going to talk with my buddy Chad Withrow uh, from The Zone at 104.5 The Zone. Uh, And we've got some crazy Tom Cruise audio. If you guys haven't heard it, I think it'll make uh, your morning go a little bit better. We'll play that for you as well. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, oh, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting 
getting you down. It's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex chews are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hope all of you are having a fantastic day and a fantastic start to your early weekend, hanging out with us on the Friday edition of the show. Lots of big games coming up this weekend. We just broke down the Thursday night football action, but I want to go ahead and start to look ahead to everything that's going to come in the near future with Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone. And Withrow, uh, 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. I actually want to start with this because I'm sure you've heard it. What did you think of Tom Cruise going off on? Did you listen to the audio of Cruise going off on a set uh, to all the people there uh, as he works on the new Mission Impossible movie? Let me preface by saying I love Tom Cruise. Absolutely love him. I I celebrate his entire catalog. If Tom Cruise makes Mission Impossible 37, I'm going to pay money and go to the theater, even if theaters don't exist. I will find a theater and go to it to watch Mission Impossible 37. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but it it it, it sounded almost play like it was a scripted rant yeah. in a movie. Like I felt like I was watching a few good men uh, with him and Jack Nicholson facing off. Like it was such a good rant, and the pauses for dramatic effect yeah. during the rant, and then talking about costing kids their college tuition and costing families and the fu- the future of an industry. Yeah, I mean everything about it was so good, and you could. This is what's great about it. He doesn't mention COVID nineteen once in the rant. 
Yeah, so you can right. play that for anything. So for radio purposes, you can clip some of that Tom Cruise rant and play that as drops about anything that you're angry about uh, for, for the for the rest of time. I, I thought it was terrific. Uh, it's hilarious to think, you know, what if like it's the actual cast that's in front of him and not just the key grip and the dolly right. and the set, set guys, but Ving Rames is sitting there on the set of Mission Impossible getting reamed out by Tom Cruise. So much comedy within that entire rant. I, I, I loved it. Uh, in a weird way, I kind of respect Tom Cruise a little bit more after hearing that. It's funny because at some point you become, at least with, with like what I do, you become responsible for a lot of things that you're not actually in charge of, right? And that's any kind of management arena. And so I think there's anybody who's a coach, anybody who is a business owner, anybody who is a manager has had those moments where you're like, you just want to grab somebody by, even a parent, honestly, but when you're responsible for somebody else's behavior and they are screwing up and it's like something that you have told them that they shouldn't be screwing up over and over again, I always say it's very rare when you run a business that somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, something has gone unbelievably better than you could have ever hoped for I just want good, like, you, you, like good news rarely happens, right? Like, good news is there, you know, you're typically involved in the good news. Nobody ever comes to me and they're like, hey, guess what? You made a million extra dollars and you had no idea that you were going to make a million extra dollars. Man, look, what a good day for you, right? That never happens. It's always like something's broken, somebody did something stupid, somebody screwed something up. And I remember hearing... I think it was Obama who had a great quote about being president. I can't even imagine this, but he's like, any issue that ends up on my desk is so hard that nobody else in the whole country could decide it, (laughs) you know? And so by the time (laughs) it gets to me, it's literally the most difficult decision in all of America. And then I have to decide what makes the most sense, right? Because everybody is fighting. There's all these different moving parts. And I loved the Tom Cruise rant. Because I'm like, I can totally see that. And there are so many times, and it probably happens once a year, maybe twice a year. And I don't have much of a temper, you know, but where I just go off on something. Like, I'm like, this is just so incompetent. How does this happen? And so I can totally see where he's coming from. Because regardless of what you think, I know making a movie right now is probably so insanely difficult. And he knows that if it gets shut down, It's going to be because, not because he's screwing up or maybe the director's screwing up or his actor or actress or anybody else, it's going to be because so many more people are under the microscope than is normally the case. And so I can totally see that reaction. I loved it too. Well, it's it's also because, I mean, you think about Tom Cruise, it's it's great to be Tom Cruise, you know, in in a lot of ways. But Tom Cruise is the executive producer on all these movies. Yeah. He's got his own, uh, you know, production company that does a lot of this. So when he's when he's talking about all the jobs and everything, he's he's right. I mean, he yeah. is responsible for a lot of people making a paycheck. So I didn't mind the rant because the direction he was coming from was this is the future of the movie industry. He's probably stressed out about movie theaters no possibly doubt. going away forever. No I mean, he's he's stressed about all the production people that's around there. I mean, he's talking about college tuition. He didn't make it all about him. Yeah, you know, because no, the upset. truth of the matter about, is, he's, but he's you know he's he's right when he says, "Look, I'm Tom Cruise." Yeah, there's a lot of people who rely on me for income. 
out there. And because you got, I think the story was there were two guys sitting standing next to each other at a monitor with no mask on, and someone flagged it for a, a protocol violation, and that's what he went off about. But by doing that, you're costing the. What if this gets shut down for months? People are going to lose jobs. It's going to make the production cost more. That's going to be less money for people that work on the film. All those things that he has to keep in mind. And I mean, you got to think about Tom Cruise as a Scientologist. He probably thinks that he's cured from COVID nineteen, anyways. So it's very unselfish of him because he's not worried about getting COVID nineteen. He's just well, trying to protect the production from getting shut down uh, at that point. So I mean, it's uh, it's it's a really look. I I think that everyone out there, if you've ever had an, an employee or anyone that you're responsible for in any way, you probably felt a little bit of empathy for Tom Cruise listening to that rant. Also, what stood out to me is I think Tom Cruise is 58 now. Um, and by the way, he's looked the exact same for 40 years or whatever it is now, you know, which is amazing. But going all the way back to risky business, he doesn't look that much different now than he did way back then. But to care that much, because to your point, he's probably got $500 million or more in the bank. He, he may have more than that at this point. You know, he has made so much money that it's not, he can legitimately say it's not about his money, I wouldn't think at this point. It's about wanting to do good work and to still have that fire in the belly. It sounded Nick Saban-like to me, right? Like Nick Saban is whatever he is, 68 years old, and he's had a tremendous amount of success in his coaching career. But tomorrow, when Alabama takes the field against Florida, at halftime, if Alabama has not played well, I bet Nick Saban is going to be talking to his team just like Tom Cruise was talking to his team, right? Where and by the way, maybe we need to pull that Tom Cruise audio uh, and make sure we uh, we play it multiple times during the show because some people who are listening to us probably haven't heard it. Uh, so uh, so let me flag that as an idea. Maybe we can play it coming back uh, for the final segment of this hour if people haven't heard it. It's a good idea uh, that a couple of people just uh, just popped into my phone to suggest, but. What's interesting about this is that's the kind of fire in the belly you have to have to compete and succeed anywhere, even if you've had past success. And so to me, that's really kind of the instructive part about it. And I think it ends up making Tom Cruise look fairly decent. Now, let's dive into well, some yeah. of these. Hold, hold on, hold yeah. on real quick, Clay. One, one follow-up point on that. Uh, we interviewed a couple of the young cast members of the new Top Gun movie in Miami uh, at Super Bowl Radio Row. And they told a story that will always stick with me, talking about working with Tom Cruise on a movie like this. He does all of his own stunts. He actually flies these jets. And he makes the actors actually go up and and fly in these jets with naval aviators. Yeah. And they said that every day, Tom Cruise would read everyone's flight report and sit you down like a college professor and go over them with you. And he would be so pumped up. Oh, the G-force level you hit on this one is amazing. This is great. Good work. And give oh, people high five. Yeah. That's yeah. how into the entire process and how psycho Tom Cruise can be about it. Look, I think that Nick Saban's a bit of a psychopath. You, you yep. have to be to be Nick Saban. I say that as a compliment. I think Tom Cruise is also probably a psychopath. When you look at the movies that he's done, the stunts that he's done, and how into the movie-making process Tom Cruise gets. And what I like about Tom Cruise, he's not big on art. But he's big on entertainment. Yeah, He wants to go and wow people in the movie theater. And I've always respected that about Tom Cruise. And for that reason, I like to watch his movies because most of the time they're very entertaining. Well, I think people who are insanely successful over a prolonged period of time have a lot of common characteristics. And I think 
Nick Saban has basically said this, like, I don't want to be around average or ordinary people because he's not an average or ordinary person. And I bet Tom Cruise and Nick Saban, if they sat and had a conversation, would get along really well because you have to have that fire in the belly in order to succeed on that level. And, and I've talked about this before with, let's say, like Patrick Mahomes, right? Because I'm fascinated by Patrick Mahomes already won a Super Bowl. He may win another Super Bowl this year. But the Tom Brady's of the world who go to nine Super Bowls aren't normal because most average people, if they win a Super Bowl, they take a little bit of a breath and they go and they live their life and they're like, oh, I'm a success now. Brady is so maniacal. Jordan was so maniacal. Some people hate losing so much that that competitive fire burns inside of them to such a degree that... Other people can't match it. And I think that's ultimately why a guy like Jordan can't be a coach, right? Because he's so frustrated that people don't have the ability to do what he does. And I think it's translated even to him being an executive that I can't even imagine how frustrating that is to do. Like, I'm pretty decent at radio. I'm okay at writing. Like, I've got some decent talents. I don't like mentoring people uh, to a certain extent because I get frustrated that they don't work as hard as I do. And I'm a pinprick as talented at what I do as Michael Jordan would be or Tom Cruise would be, but I think I can understand how frustrating that would be to them. But if you do find people who have that same drive, you are innately attracted to them, right? And and, and I just find that fascinating. So that's a larger context, but I think it goes where that success, I've long argued that Nick Saban is a great, college football coach but sometimes I think we wasted Nick Saban's talent on being a college football coach like imagine if Abraham Lincoln had been a really good basketball coach if basketball had existed back in the day in Illinois I mean he probably would have won several state championships coaching high school basketball you might be like hey maybe Abraham Lincoln could have accomplished a little more than winning a few high school basketball championships I wish Nick Saban were the president of the United States. I really do. Because I don't even know what his politics are, but I believe that he would be able to solve difficult problems, and I don't think he would put up with, uh, with, with failure, right? I don't think he would surround himself with people who aren't up to the job. He would have such high standards that he would elevate everything. And sometimes I think we've wasted Nick Saban's talents. Like, yeah, it's great if you're an Alabama football fan, but in the grand scheme of things, could Nick Saban have been better at things that matter more than winning football games. Do you feel the same about Michael Jordan, even though Michael Jordan has not been successful as, an, as a team owner in the NBA? Well, That's I pretty don't, much anything he puts his mind to he could do? Yeah, I don't know because for Nick Saban, I feel like coaching is management, and I feel like athletics is oftentimes management of yourself. And so I think there are people who are great managers of themselves that it then doesn't translate necessarily to them being able to manage other people. Does that make sense? So I feel like Nick yeah, well, Saban, how, like how ultimately, ultimately the president of the United States is a manager. Is. Yeah, well, and right? how frustrating do you think it is if you're if you're Michael Jordan and you're watching the Charlotte Hornets play basketball? I, I would think. Like, I, I often I often think about this the, the way you talked about Clay that you get mad at someone on your staff that doesn't quite work as hard as you do. Think about Michael Jordan. Oh, it's got to be infuriating. Or see a five-game losing streak and watch this Charlotte Hornets team play basketball. Just how it's got to be. 
it's got to be infuriating to I don't think there's any doubt. Um, I think that is it, it is going to be infuriating to him because now the positive is his business is still working, right? So maybe he's balancing it out by saying, "Hey, I'm an owner now. I'm making a lot more money," which is you know even if the even if the business isn't winning titles, they are having a lot of success, and so he can balance that out. But not only that, I mean, I think he would probably look at a lot of the young players in the NBA and be like, hey, knucklehead, the reason you make the money that you do is because Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and I built the sweat equity for this league and you've just gotten to step in and you're already living in the penthouse and you don't know what it's like to be trying to get into the building, right? And so I think that would be a little bit frustrating. The fact that he owns the team, I think, balances it out because he's a billionaire now, um, and he's probably had to, you know, sort of balance out that competitive fire in a way that, uh, you know, I mean, again, we're talking about a guy who desperately wanted to win quarters. I thought one of the greatest – there are a lot of great scenes in The Last Dance, right? But I thought one of the greatest scenes was when he's bouncing quarters against that security guard and the security guard does like the Jordan shrug after he has the perfect bounce. Yes. And you know that pissed off Jordan, right? Like he's, you know, worth $100 million or whatever at the time. He's playing against some security guard who's making $18,000 a year, but he so desperately wants to win the quarters bouncing game. And I thought that was really, you know, like just indicative of his overall culture. And I also loved about Jordan, you know, when you're that famous, you can hang out with whoever you want. Jordan wanted to hang out with those security guards, right? Those guys yep. who are like cops, those guys who are like hardcore, you know, uh, blue-collar guys. Because I think the thing about Jordan was, even though he had an incredible white-collar talent, right? Like he's at the, the very top of whatever profession he has. He respected the blue-collar work ethic of the regular guys. His entourage, you know... Modern day NBA, the entourage is Justin Bieber and Lil Wayne or whoever it is, you know, like rap stars and, and you know, musicians and, and all this stuff. And and even like the, the lifestyle at the time that Dennis Rodman was was living, you know, like when he's banging Carmen Electra and Michael Jordan is banging on the door like, hey, Dennis, it's time to go play. Like all those stories are amazing. But I feel like the Jordans of the world are rare. The, the LeBrons of the world maybe more common. But the Jordans, the uh, in, in terms of their personalities, the Jordans, the Sabans, the Tom Cruises, I think they would have a lot in common with each other. And yeah, Brady's, and a quick story. A way. Yeah, quick quick story if I, if I have time on the security guard you talked about the Jordan documentary. We actually had his son on our show. His son lives in Nashville. Oh, that's great. Uh, Wozniak is the guy's name, and and the security guard is a former undercover narcotics officer. Right. Uh, in Chicago. And Michael Jordan loves cops and loves mm-hmm. cop stories. So he immediately gravitated towards this guy. And he loved the guy because on the first night that he worked with him, he was actually doing part-time security work at uh, the old Chicago Stadium. And Jordan gave him his keys to move his car his rookie year. And this guy wrecked his car in oh the parking God. garage. And he came clean and told Jordan about it and made some sort of joke. And from that point forward, Jordan loved this guy. And he paid him. He put him on the payroll to be one of his personal security guards when he started making a lot more money. And to this day, his son can still text Michael Jordan. That's so amazing. They're watching the last dance and the part where his dad is doing the Jordan shrug. 
the son told us he sent Jordan a text, and Jordan he said Jordan responded with a couple of words and a few like laughing, crying emojis uh, about about his dad. And his dad passed away uh, recently. And uh, the, the the stories of how Michael Jordan helped that family and did things that no one would ever know about is really cool. Just to, have, to go back to that bond you talked about him having with his security people that that was real. He he loved those guys and loved hanging yeah. out with them. And I think that goes to. You know, as Jordan became larger than life, it, it, there's probably the most important thing in your world is having people who will still talk honest to you, you know, because it's easy to be surrounded by yes men when you have success, and also people who you feel like you can be totally comfortable around. So I didn't know that story about him wrecking Jordan's car when he was a rookie. I mean, that's actually pretty funny, and you could see how he would be upset about it. But if, you know, like, also I can see how he would respect the fact that the guy's being straightforward and, and honest with him. And I, I, don't, I just think Jordan is a fascinating character because it seems like there are a lot of people that he had good relationships with. It's almost like Jordan became royalty. And you know how, uh, it's funny, like, my wife is obsessed with The Crown, you know, that, that miniseries. But I, I love if, the show, too. Okay, so you, I haven't watched it, but but I do know the way the British royal family gets covered, it's like you have to be afraid of ever saying anything interesting to anyone because you don't know who's going to sell you out, right? Like who's going to be telling your stories to the public. And if you find people that you ultimately are able to test and know that they are not, you're going to be particularly more loyal to them because those people are rare. Does that make sense? Yeah, Oh, absolutely, and, and that was definitely the case with Jordan and his uh, his security detail. But some of the stories that that guy's son told us just uh, incredible. We need to get that guy on too. Guys. Then I mean, that would be great. I bet our audience would love it as well. I need uh, to get his contact. I will, I will pass along his info. I'm sure he would he would love to do it. He's got a great personality, just like his dad. Uh, yeah, had. and you could you could see that personality just in those few scenes where you see them playing quarters uh, yeah. against Michael Jordan, and he was one of the few people that could be completely straight up and honest with Michael Jordan, just like you said. You know, he, he, he would bust his balls and give him a hard time on things, and that, that's what came across in that documentary. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, these conference title games quickly. Uh, do you think that there will be any upsets? Does Alabama handle Florida? Does Clemson handle Notre Dame? Does Ohio State handle Northwestern? And in kind of a shadow game that has some impact only on one side – do you think Tennessee is competitive against Texas A&M? Those are probably the four, interestingly enough, most important games in terms of defining the playoff perspective. I think Tennessee has a shot to play this game against A&M similar to the way they played against Florida. And if they don't give up the late first-half touchdown like they did against Florida, and it can be a one-score game at halftime, I think it could get interesting. And I think it could be competitive. I, I could see Tennessee playing pretty well and hanging with Texas A&M at home, even though Texas A&M obviously has a lot more to play for uh, in this game. I think that Ohio State destroys Northwestern. I think Alabama destroys Florida. Very interested, Clay, in Clemson now with Trevor Lawrence going up against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's really, really good and very good on defense. Um, I think that has a chance to be a pretty good game, but I don't see any big upsets this weekend. I, I think it's going to be Clemson. Ohio State, Alabama, all winning their conference championships. And I think Texas A&M, in the end, takes care of Tennessee. Chad Withrow, good stuff as always. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Always fun. Thanks.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be this Tom Cruise audio that we're about to play for you, it might be emblematic of what Raider fans want to be yelling at their defense this year. 
it might be emblematic of what Auburn Tiger fans want to yell at the people running their head coaching search. And certainly it is uh, emblematic of the kind of drive it takes to be successful for as long as Tom Cruise has been successful, for as long as a guy like Michael Jordan was or Tom Brady. It's also kind of funny, but it makes me like Tom Cruise even more. Here is that audio, and it begins now. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone and anyone on this crew does it that's it and you too and you too and you don't you ever do it again that's it no apologies you can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down it's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. In the future of the industry. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're at. We are not shutting this movie down! Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. Am I clear? Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's it. That is it. I trust you guys to be here. All right, Dub. What do you think of the Tom Cruise audio? Does it make you like him more or less? I don't know how it could make you like him less. I mean, that was pretty awesome. And I <laughs> I saw Club Pro Guy yes, do uh, that was a spinoff of this, this yes. audio, and that had me pretty much dying uh, yesterday afternoon when I saw that. But, I mean, how could you not like this? I mean, this is a guy that is totally in charge, and you're so right. This is what Auburn fans are currently feeling and have been feeling since Sunday afternoon when the announcement was made about Gus Malzahn, and it grows as each day goes by. So who do you think gets more apropos of this morning? The Tom Cruise angry audio, more reflective of the way that Raider fans feel about their defense and maybe also their team because basically what is happening this season is the exact same thing that happened last season. They were in a position to make a run at the playoffs, then they fell apart. Same thing has happened here. You know, they got the late touchdown against the Jets, but this has been a team that just flat out couldn't get it done. And now they are dealing with the fact they're going into the offseason. As we were talking about earlier, do you have to make a decision between Mariota and Derek Carr? 
What would you do uh, in that scenario? And so I do think that maybe Charger fans more apropos because they know where to direct their anger more so. Whereas the Auburn situation, it just feels like there's so many different conspiracy theories all colliding that nobody knows what's actually true and what's not actually true in the Auburn coaching search right now. And by the way, we're going to talk with Barrett Salee, scheduled to anyway, in the third hour of the program about this Auburn coaching search. And I think at some point in the second hour, we may have to have an intervention for Dub to have him sit down on the couch and uh, understand exactly what's going on. But all that's still to come. We'll dive back into the Chargers' big win over the Raiders. What did we learn? Get you some college football gambling picks and some NFL gambling picks in the next two hours of the show. Also, the game draft next. What are the best games in the NFL and college football? This is Outkick, the coverage. Appreciate you spending your Friday morning with us on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 